Hello and welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Business English Podcast. I'm your host, Rob, dedicated to helping you navigate the intriguing world of professional English communication. Whether you're an ambitious entrepreneur, a business executive, or a professional aiming to hone your skills, you've tuned in to the right place. Today, we delve into a particularly relevant topic, expressing opinions professionally in business English. As many of you might be using English as your second or even third language, it's crucial to master the art of expressing your thoughts and perspectives effectively and respectfully, especially in the workplace. Expressing your opinion in a business context is more than just a communication skill. It's an essential leadership quality. It's about sharing your unique perspective, contributing to decision-making, and participating in healthy debates. But how can you do this professionally, ensuring your voice is heard without coming across as too blunt or ambiguous? That's precisely what we're going to explore in today's episode. We're going to walk you through understanding the importance of expressing opinions, provide you with basic and advanced phrases for sharing your thoughts, guide you on navigating challenging scenarios, and of course, give you plenty of examples along the way. Our journey today is divided into four enlightening segments. In the first segment, we'll discuss why it's crucial to express your opinions in the business world and how different cultures perceive this. We'll also look at some case studies to understand the impact of effective opinion expression. In the second segment, we'll start with the basics. We'll introduce common phrases and structures you can use to express your opinions and practice pronunciation and intonation. The third section will help you elevate your language. We'll share more sophisticated language you can use in a professional context, along with vocabulary for agreeing, disagreeing, and debating professionally. And finally, in the fourth segment, we'll navigate through some challenging scenarios, sharing strategies for expressing your opinions even when you're in the minority, and how to handle feedback and criticism after sharing your opinion. Remember, we're not just about learning new phrases and words. We're about building confidence, understanding, and most importantly, applying these skills in real-life business situations. So, buckle up and let's embark on another linguistic adventure together. But first, spin the decks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast. Helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Now, let's jump into our first segment, understanding the importance of expressing opinions. Why does it matter? Well, let me tell you. Expressing your opinion is a fundamental aspect of communication. It's how ideas are shared, decisions are made, and change is brought about, which, let's be honest, ultimately is what we're here to do. It's particularly important in the business world. The ability to express your ideas and opinions clearly can help build your professional image, increase your influence, and foster a culture of open dialogue and innovation in your workplace. But there's another layer to this, 
and that is influence of culture. Across the world, different cultures have unique approaches and attitudes towards expressing opinions. In some cultures, it's perfectly normal, even expected, to voice your thoughts openly. While in others, it might be seen as confrontational or even disrespectful. It's vital to be aware of these cultural nuances when expressing your opinions in an international business context. Now, let's look at a couple of examples to illustrate this. First, imagine a team meeting where a new project's proposal is being discussed. Jane, an engineer, believes that the proposal is risky due to certain technical challenges. She's hesitant but decides to speak up stating her opinion clearly and professionally. Her input sparks a thorough discussion, leading the team to reconsider the proposal and ultimately develop a more robust plan. In this case, Jane's ability to express her opinion not only demonstrated her expertise, but also contributed to the team's success. It's a perfect example of how sharing your perspective can lead to better decision-making. Now, consider a different scenario. Nick, a marketing manager, disagrees with a strategy presented by his supervisor. Instead of expressing his opinion respectfully, he bluntly states that the strategy is doomed to fail. His confrontational approach creates tension in the meeting and undermines his credibility. In this second example, while Nick had every right to express his disagreement, the way he did so was counterproductive. It's a clear illustration of how not to voice your opinion in a business setting. These examples underline the need for not just expressing your opinions, but doing it in a professional, respectful manner. And that's the journey we are on today. So, are you ready to take a deeper dive into the language and strategies for expressing your opinions effectively? If so, let's jump into the next section. Now that we've established the importance of expressing opinions professionally, let's start building our linguistic toolkit. In this section, we're going to focus on the basics. Simple yet effective phrases and structures you can use to express your opinions in English. Let's start with some commonly used phrases. Now, as ever, I will be repeating these twice before pausing for you to work your magic. That could be noting the phrase down, memorizing it, repeating it back to yourself, whatever works for you. But whatever you do, try to internalize these phrases so you can deploy them the next time you need them most. Right. Here we go. One, in my opinion, in my opinion. This is a classic way to begin sharing your thoughts. For example, in my opinion, we should invest more in our digital marketing. Two, I believe that, I believe that. This is another useful phrase. For instance, I believe that our remote working has boosted our productivity. Three, from my perspective, from my perspective. This gives a personal touch to your opinion. It tells your listener that you're speaking from your own experience or viewpoint. For example, from my perspective, this design could be more user-friendly. Now, you might want to express a degree of uncertainty or show politeness. This is where 
hedging language comes in handy. Here are some examples. Now, before I give you the first one, I want to head off the calls of hypocrite or hypocrisy at the pass. Those of you in the energetic community or have watched any of the content, attended any of the conferences or worked with us in the past will know that I have a tendency to discourage the use of the next phrase due to its overuse in our language, both as a professional and intermediate and advanced English learners. It is a phrase that we cling on to. It's one that we have used since the very beginning of our language learning journey in English. And it is something that I see many people defaulting to to express their opinion. I would encourage you to seek alternatives to this phrase as opposed to rolling it out every other sentence when you are expressing your opinion. However, that said, the following phrase is a great phrase when used sparingly and especially when you are trying to hedge your opinion. Can any of you guess what this fateful phrase might be? It is, of course, I think. Okay, enough of the drama. One, I think. This is a classic hedge phrase. For instance, I think we could try a different approach to customer engagement. Two, it seems to me that. It seems to me that. This is another helpful phrase. For example, it seems to me that our sales have improved since the new policy. Three, as far as I know. As far as I know. This is a useful phrase when you want to state something you believe is accurate, but you are not entirely sure. For example, as far as I know, our competitors are also planning a similar product. And finally for this section, it's also important to be clear and emphasise your opinion when necessary. Here are a few ways to do that. 1. What I mean is... What I mean is... This helps you clarify your opinion if you feel it's misunderstood or at least in danger of being misunderstood or misinterpreted. For example, what I mean is we could offer a better training package for our team. 2. My main point is... My main point is... This allows you to emphasise what's important in your opinion. For example... My main point is we need to focus more on quality rather than the quantity. As you listen, repeat these phrases and practice the pronunciation and intonation. This will help you get comfortable using them in a conversation. Remember, these phrases are just a starting point. They can make your opinion clear, show respect for others and make your communication more effective. However, the business world often calls for a more elevated language. That's why we study business English after all, right? So don't worry, we've got you covered there too. Stay tuned for the next section where we'll share more formal and sophisticated ways to express your opinions. Now, before jumping into the next section, I wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that if you wanted to get more out of the Business English podcast, then that is possible. For example, full transcripts complete with timestamps so you never miss an expression 
phrase-focused one-pagers to quickly refresh your memory before that next last-minute meeting, pronunciation support to assist with the trickier elements of business English, live read-along transcripts, quizzes, and much more. If this sounds like it could be useful, then the Business English Podcast Premium subscription could be for you. Check out the details at the link in the show notes. Right, on with the show. Having now covered the basics of expressing opinions, I hope you are now ready to elevate your language game because in this section we're going to introduce more formal and sophisticated phrases for voicing your perspectives. Let's start with some elevated phrases for expressing opinions. 1. I am of the conviction that. I am of the conviction that. For example, I'm of the conviction that our team can outperform last quarter's results. 2. It is my understanding that. It is my understanding that. For instance, it is my understanding that the new project timeline is feasible. 3. I contend that. I contend that. This one can be used to express a strong belief or argument. For instance, I contend that we need to reevaluate our marketing strategies. Now, expressing your opinion often means engaging in discussions or debates, and sometimes agreeing or disagreeing with others. We've done a whole episode on agreeing and disagreeing in Business English, so do go back and have a look at that one if you haven't listened to it already. But just in case, here are three phrases for those situations. 1. To agree. You could say, I concur with. I concur with. For example, I concur with the proposed budget cuts. 2. To disagree. You might say, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. For instance, I beg to differ on the point about reducing our research and development budget. 3. To debate or challenge someone on something, you could use, I dispute the notion that. I dispute the notion that. For example, I dispute the notion that our product lacks innovation. Now, clearly, keep practicing these phrases to become more comfortable with them. They can be highly useful in a business context to express your opinions with clarity and professionalism. And remember, it's not only about what you say, but it's about how you say it too. Using a respectful and positive tone will ensure your opinions are heard and appreciated. In the next section, we're going to look at how to use these phrases and strategies in more challenging scenarios. So stay tuned. Okay, so we're now ready to tackle our final section of today's episode, navigating challenging scenarios. So far, we've discussed the basics of expressing opinions and have equipped you with a range of useful phrases. Now, let's put those tools to work in some real-life business situations. Firstly, what do you do when you find yourself holding a minority opinion? It can be daunting to voice your views when others don't seem to agree. So here's a possible approach. 1. 
begin with a phrase that acknowledges the prevailing opinion, the most popular one. For example, I understand the general consensus here is to increase advertising spend. Two, after that, then introduce your differing opinion with a polite yet confident phrase like, however, after reviewing the data, I'm of the conviction that we should focus more on improving our product features. This approach shows that you respect other viewpoints, but you also have a well-considered perspective to offer. Now, what about voicing disagreement? Disagreeing respectfully is an art. So here is a way you could do that. One, start by acknowledging the other person's view with a phrase like, I see where you're coming from with this strategy. I see where you are coming from with this strategy. Two, then express your disagreement politely using something like, however, I beg to differ on this point as the recent market trends suggest. This strategy ensures that you voice your disagreement constructively without causing unnecessary conflict. Finally, let's talk about handling feedback or criticism after expressing your opinion. This can be challenging, but remember, feedback is an opportunity for growth. So here's a possible response. One, start by thanking the other person for their feedback, even if you don't agree with it. You could say something like, I appreciate your perspective. I appreciate your perspective. Two, then clarify or defend your opinion if necessary using a phrase like, however, my main point was, however, my main point was, or what I meant to convey was, what I meant to convey was, these strategies can help you navigate difficult conversations while maintaining professionalism and respect. Remember, the key to expressing your opinion effectively lies in being clear, respectful and confident. With the language tools and strategies we've discussed today, I'm confident that you will be well equipped to voice your own opinions in any business situation. And that'll about do it for today's episode. We've reached the end of another insightful episode of the Business English Podcast. We've covered some important ground today, exploring how to express opinions professionally in Business English. Remember, expressing your opinions in a respectful and professional manner is a key skill in the business world. It's about more than just using the right words. It's about building your confidence, understanding your audience and maintaining an open mindset to different perspectives. I hope you've found the phrases and strategies we've discussed useful and are excited to put them into practice. Remember, the best way to learn is by doing. Don't hesitate to voice your thoughts in your next team meeting, business presentation or even casual work conversation. We'd love to hear about your experiences, so feel free to share your own stories, questions or feedback with us. You can reach us via our email or social media channels. And if you found this episode helpful, don't forget to rate it and write a review and share it on your favourite podcast platform with your friends and colleagues who may find it useful too. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Business English Podcast, and until next time, keep it strictly business. 
You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.